trying to figure out what it's all about. Excellentialist, am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Spending time all alone, sending my songs through the phone, dreaming of a better home, wing while focused on trying to hone this craft, witchcraft. I hope the brujas let this last. That was great sounds of Watson with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. EZ Blues, you're better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, we sit in a time where belief is extremely important. Some people believe they can fly. Some people believe the earth is flat. Some people believe that their point of view is the only point of view that exists. But to quote the patron saint of melody, Miss Whitney Houston, I believe the children are the future. If you teach them well, you'll let them lead the way. And today... Someone taught this young man very well. And at a young age, he decided to throw his hat in the political ring and make a change. When the rest of the world was saying the youth doesn't matter, he said, I have a voice and a point of view and it is important. So for that and for that amazingness, I want you to put your hands together. Not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2. We don't need any accidents. But put your hands together mentally for the incredible councilman, Abdul Asmanu, thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you. Oh my God, I, I love the little Whitney Houston. Uh, <laughs> the Whitney Houston part of I'm really wrong with that. <laughs> I, I'm different. <laughs> but no, it, it's it's like to me, it's one of the most important parts of your story right now. Also, because you know you you've only written your story up to age 21, right? Um, so, but it is an important part because in someone who is not 21, um, when I was 21, I, you know, I literally believed the lie that my voice didn't really matter. Um, that no matter how hard I tried to fight, um, I was not going to have my voice heard. I was going to be ignored. The older generation knows better. This is what's going through. Um, but you had the courage to put yourself out there, um, and to put yourself out there if we're being honest, in a world that doesn't want to really hear from the youth because they're automatically gonna be like, oh yeah, this is the this is the guy that's part of that generation that ate those Tide Pods. You know what I mean? You're gonna listen to the Tide Pod guy. You know what I mean? So, and again, other generations have also done really silly things. There used to be lawn darts, let's be real. Uh, I'm, you know, those without sin cast the first stone. Um, what inspired you to take that step and that 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 leap to 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 do this? So I think uh, things really, like, I'd always had some minimal interest in politics growing up, uh, just something we talked about, you know, around the dinner table uh, as family. Um, but I think that it really took, and I think for most people, really, it takes some sort of nudge or push, um, whether from the outside world or just an individual, you know, that, that kind of gives you that opportunity um, to get involved in I think it was a con combination of both where um, I kind of got a little bit more involved um, in my community um, and wanting to get involved in town politics. Uh, following like the election of Trump, that was 
like minimal nudge. I wouldn't attribute like most of it to that. Uh, but there was an element of that at play. Um, but then also really, uh, I was taking AP Gov at the time. Um, and we had some folks that were looking to run for town council um, that came in and really talked to us uh, relatively young. Uh, and it was kind of my first experience really seeing that it is possible for folks to be my age um, and to come into politics, uh, make power, you know, build power in the communities and make sure their voices are really heard um in a meaningful way uh, so that was really inspirational to me um from being that guy that kind of just like showed up um to like practically every time we we're like knocking doors you know having an opportunity to talk to people um and whatnot um i kind of just stuck around um, which is really funny because in campaign volunteer world like your volunteers usually like drop off over time so it was kind of just like a battle of attrition um where like i was just like more or less the last man standing oftentimes um so they just give me extra tasks um, where like I went from knocking doors to having, you know, other different tasks um, on campaigns that I worked on. Um, and that's kind of just like my political story where I just stuck around, um, had the ability to really learn a lot about my community, um, the institutions uh, that I interacted with, uh, gained a lot more, not just knowledge, but really love for the community that I live in. Uh, and at at one point or another, it kind of really occurred to me that I'd done so much within the political realm um, that it felt the, the next natural step really was just to um, run for office, uh, not only because I thought I could, you know, affect change for my community, but kind of really change narratives on what local politics looks like, whether it's who's at the table or, you know, what are the issues that we're generally pushing. And like in particular, uh, you know, obviously going over your campaign and different things like that, there are certain platform pieces that that you stuck to. Um, was there? I think a lot of the the listener at home doesn't truly understand that it is kind of like a chess game. You know, there are there are you have to look at it almost like you look at planning goals in life. You know, you have your long-term goal, you have your mid-term goal, you have your short-term goal. And you know, I'm sure you know you're like, okay, I want to make all of this stuff change and go through but you don't realize the limitation of the power you have until you're actually in the position. Um, but even as per running, were there certain things that you had to compromise on a belief aspect to um, ensure it was what's best for the entire community instead of just say, you know, a personal growth or a certain age demographic? So I think that one of the things that was a part of my campaign and it's just as how I've decided to operate um, in office and as I grow up um, is, you know, kind of taking time to, you know, listen to folks, uh, get an understanding what matters to them most uh, and make sure that it's not just me being the singular voice um, and commanding what I believe on other people. But like at the same time, um, I don't think that led to any real compromising of my message where like I think whether on the campaign or how I am right now, um, I just believe in pure authenticity, um, where if I'm at your door and talking to you and I'm being my least authentic self, like you nine times out of 10 can actually see that. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's just not really how I like to operate as a person. Um, I, you know, just ideally like to be my most authentic self. I'd like everyone to be their most authentic self because I think that's how we usually get to real solutions um, mm -hmm. in our society. Um, so yeah, I, I don't really think that impacted me. Um, as I was uh, running uh, and even in office where like, cause of that time that I spent around 
just town politics. I kind of knew how things operated. Um, so yeah, in that aspect, I do move around with a uh, with realism, but like I also like to ground myself in the belief that if you can't imagine a better tomorrow, like probably aren't going to have a better tomorrow. Uh, wow. So so you're saying it's okay just to be a real person? That, yeah, that's, I was that's, like, that's amazing. Really rare in politics, my guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's rare. It's rare in the entertainment industry too. Trust me. <laughs> it, I've met so many personas and only a couple of people in my life. Trust on that. Um, but no, it, it's that's the story that really is, is the most incredible thing. Is you are going and you are meeting the person at that moment. You are sitting and having the conversation. And some conversations can be uncomfortable. Some conversations are supposed to be uncomfortable. Um, how do you manage the bandwidth? Because, I mean, you're 21, you know, this is what you're doing, but you still got, you know, your friend circles. You still got, you know, having to, 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 to work. You still have all of these other things that go through there. How are you managing that bandwidth? And how are you taking care of your mental health journey and yourself while giving yourself so freely to your community? So it is, it's a really, it's a balance. Like, I think I'm more honest about it nowadays. It's a balance that I'm still like working out where it's like, cool, like I got like, I'm still in school. In fact, I'm actually in a study room right now. Uh, <laughs> um, I got work. Uh, I just have like priorities in my life that just, you know, as a 21 year old, like continue to just get more uh, weighty. Um, but it really is just about finding those people uh, to just build kinship with outside of politics. Um, mm -hmm. Like, for example, uh, like there are just tons of people that I've found, you know, post being an elected official that have just been uh, of great help to me and you know, becoming the person that like I want to become because um, I'm 21 mm -hmm. um, and who I am now is definitely not who I want to be uh, four years from now. Um, in addition to just like being honest and open with yourself for, I think after like uh, the primary uh, season, I didn't actually talk to people about this. I actually started uh, going to therapy because I was just like, cool. Like we have all these, like all these things that we're just like throwing at myself. Like I'm mm -hmm. having, like I'm just willingly let throw myself. I'm throwing myself at all these things willingly. Uh, like need to like, like you need to just admit that like you might need a little bit of like, help in learning how to regulate all of that uh so yeah yeah i i i definitely would would uh see the need for therapy aspect of it and and you know congratulations on having the courage to see that and and, and to move forward in that aspect i can only imagine what it'd be like to 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 navigate like finals um finals week while also having to get the budget in and you know i have a 10 page paper but i also have to have this presentation for the board for the board of education meeting you know I, it would that would yeah that would blow me away i don't know how you do that so i'm going to high five you again uh because that, that is definitely um <laughs> how do you navigate like are you like hey guys i know we have this town the, the town meeting and stuff but like i have to be done because i have a paper deadline at midnight like we can't if anyone's gonna filibuster in this meeting I'm gonna lose my lose my mind because like I this I have to hit send. I got like two more pages and then I can hit send. How do you manage that? 
I'm like, I think part of it is communication um, and learning mm-hmm. to work around things. Um, like, for example, last year, there was a horrible, horrible fire um, in my district. Uh, around like 60 or so folks got displaced from it. Um, when I heard about the fire, like as it was happening, um, I think I was either having dinner and getting ready to do my homework. Um, ju- pretty much jumped up from dinner. was like, cool, there's a fire like two or three blocks from my house. Like I should be there. Um, was there um, and realized that I didn't hand in an assignment. Uh, but it was just about kind of going to my professor after the fact and saying like, cool, like, and especially it was a class like revolving around my major, which is political science. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, cool, like you, like I've already talked about this before, like I'm an elected official. Um, I have other capacities and priorities in my life. Like, mm-hmm. and this was something that was, you know, severely important and is part of, you know, what makes me me outside of the classroom. Um, so like, I apologize for handing in this in late, but you know, could I get like a day extension on it? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it worked perfectly fine with them. Um, and I think that's kind of the sort of communication, whether it pertains to council work or uh, classwork or anything of that sort. It's just being, like I said, kind of open, honest, communicating, mm-hmm. and being yourself. See, I, and if if no one takes anything else out of out of this uh, this interview, I hope they take that and they, they write those note that, that note down. And, and and it's an incredible philosophy to live by. Just be genuinely yourself, you know, genuinely and be like, okay, this is what's going to come through, and this is what has happened. Um, you know, I. If you can't give me the day extension, I'm going to take the letter grade loss. I feel it was an important reason to take that letter grade loss. So I'm going to go forth with that. And just, you know, we're so worried about repercussions. We're so worried about, you know, oh, that means my entire life is going to be ruined. And, and we, we hype it up so that the anxiety completely cripples us and takes us over. But we have so much more power when we're just genuine and be like, yeah, I actually am not a superhero. And I could not be in two places at one time. Um, I tried. I walked by nine different spiders. No one bit me. Um, and I have now no idea on how I'm going to be able to pull this off. Um, so thank you again for being so open and so honest with us um, about that journey because it's super, super important. So as you're, you're moving and shaking, you go through the the, the campaign and, and now, now you're elected. Like, is there like some 1980s like uh, hazing going on for like the rookies today. Like, oh, the council meetings on the roof next to the pool. Uh, anything like that? Was there any like cool mm. stories? No, cool not stories really. WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. Abdul, my apologies. Station protocol. No, not at all. Didn't mean, didn't mean to ruin any train of thought. If I did, no. go right ahead, sir. <laughs> no, I like, I'm, honestly, there are like some like little jokey like elements of hazing that I wish existed, um, but don't really. Um, <laughs> uh because like for example like most of our council meetings started off remotely um they you know soon got them back to hybrid um but mm-hmm. it's kind of like that personal like dynamic um is kind of still building itself um but not really um i'm think of course this is like my freshman term um but in many aspects like a lot of these folks have seen heard or known of me um mm-hmm. for several years so it doesn't really feel like I'm a fresh new face because they've already like right. known me, just not in this capacity. So yeah. 
Uh, see, I was hoping like you show up the first day, like open up the box of donuts. You're like, oh, only only plain donuts. I get it. You're razzing me, guys. You know, they're like, nah, man, we just got donuts. It's it was just donuts. This is what we do every Monday. Uh, no, like, on the contrary, like most of them are sweethearts. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> took a weird turn. I love it. Um, but um. As you're moving forward and, 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 you know, Hamden has definitely grown a lot in, in the past couple of election cycles. You know, you guys have really started to, to branch forward and move more towards a progressive angle. And this isn't an interview as per be this side, be that side or whatever. Um, this is more that aspect of how has it been being able to reach across the aisle to try to make actual change happen? So I think that that's something that okay and like that's a really political thing but like at the mm -hmm. same time i'm of the belief that like cool it's just like a weird sort of partisanship where my mm -hmm. efforts more so lie with the communities that i belong to um where like i'll articulate it to all parties and all sides um but like my ultimate goal is to get my community in involved um and make their voices heard um and whatever i'm trying to do or get done because i think that's where the real power lies mm -hmm. or like yeah there's room for collaboration and having to like um articulate what i mean to the other side but mm -hmm. that's that, that that wouldn't take as much importance to me um as you know the importance of making sure my community knows what i'm doing um and is you know uh, has an opportunity to be a part of that. Um, and that just really doesn't really matter what party you belong to. I have mm -hmm. constituents that don't even really vote. Um, don't really care. It's like, I still represent you. Um, I want you mm -hmm. to have your voice heard um, however manner you feel best. No, I, and that honestly is is really the structure that that you know we should be moving forward towards, uh, where the people actually have their voice. That's that's what the system was actually supposedly, as as per what they've told us and failed to tell us in many many classes <laughs> yeah. for many many years. Um, that that is the uh, the Scooby Doo ending uh, story that they tell you as for what the system was created for is to voice to be the voice of the people um obviously you do some history you do some looking into things and certain people maybe a person just this person in particular um but you know we have been flow. in the scooby -Doo. yeah yeah we have been flow. <laughs> so we're talking the scooby-doo terms um you know that's you know it is what it should be is as per the, the voice of the people you know you can't you know when you well, that, that's not really what's going on. That's not what, what, what the community wants. And the community shows up and says, hey, no, that's that's exactly what we want. Um, and if we could get that, that'd be great. Um, you know, I, I think that's that's one of the, the key points. And, and the more people that are tapped and that are energized and that are able to move forward, we'll start to see the change that's going to be benefiting everybody. You know, because everybody is now engaged in the conversation. It's not just a select few of people that are having conversations with themselves and kind of letting out, <laughs> you know, what they feel we need to hear. Um, so thank you for really bringing that power back to the people themselves. Um, even say the people that disagree with you sometimes, you know, they are still part of your constituency and you still value yeah. that they have an opinion and, and that, you know, they should be heard. Um, that's huge. That's huge, you know, very divisive times and especially in the entertainment or the political field, it's so easy to use anger and, you know, 
to motivate and you're really coming at it from a healing point of view um yeah. and that i want to commend you for like i have constituents that like i'll disagree with stuff on but mm-hmm. we like that doesn't mean that we're going to disagree on everything and there's going to be room to like ally up and like mm-hmm. work on something like that we both agree on and think it's pretty cool so why would i be so vindictive about the one thing we do disagree with right well it, it's it is so interesting because that seems to be the narrative that we are constantly being fed is, you know, that, that there's this whole cut through throat ability on such single pointed issues um, that we lose the point of the whole conversation. You know, they're obviously no matter what, no two human beings are going to agree on every single thing, period. You have your own perspective and your own point of view. And you also have to look at how this benefits me and my community or how this benefits me and my household and how it doesn't. Um, And there's so many people that so many issues fall out of their scope of hitting them on a personal level um, that bringing out the community and showing that, hey, there are some of these people that are represented in this community. They are your neighbors. You have lived side by side with them forever. You you, you love them because they always bring up their garbage cans all the time. And, you know, their lawn always looks great. And you never have to worry about, uh, you know, anything looking off or being wrong. But you didn't know them. Uh, you know, and, and when we can meet in our differences and actually have point, put a human face to it um, and you get to see the heart of it, it is a lot easier to understand that we can come together, um, you know. And it's, it's just, it's just a tough time. And how are you managing to get through it? Like, and, and not only get through it, but you're in the fire, bro. Like you're in the fire. So I think that um, it's actually really funny. Um, I made the lucky choice in running for council um, where I don't feel it's been that bad. Um, Mm -hmm. Where when I look at the board of ed side, it's a little like testy. Um, So I've, uh, I guess at least for this term, I've been spared. Uh, Mm -hmm. But um, I, I think that's just something that it's it's a national trend that folks mm-hmm. are like, I don't know, we're going to either live in harmony, which I'd prefer, um, or we're not. Um, and mm-hmm. if we are two folks really need to come to a mutual, like a peaceful disagreement with folk, with uh, other folks. Where like my whole entire motto and mantra is like, so far as it does not like, demean the humanity of another person like i'm cool to disagree with you on this Mm -hmm. exactly and you know and and that's and that's the thing human person you know we 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 get so lost up in in the stories and you know and it could be any type of story i'm like i'm not going to take it in one way or the other but the florida man stories for example you know there's always so always something bad when you see you know the headlines always says florida man does this and florida man does that um you know it's still kind of rooted in that aspect and then it becomes part of the narrative you know the the highest extreme always becomes the 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 normal talking point um and that's where we start to lose that humanity um you know and and i really do appreciate that you are out there and grinding and bringing a human face back to it um because that is how we're going to survive that is how we're going to get through um now are you also like it's weird to say because you're 21, man, but uh, you reaching lower to like so some of the high school kids and different things like that and and being that mentor as well. Or do you have enough on your plate right now? Because, bro, you got a lot on your plate. I'm just you know, <laughs> not trying to give so, you more. Uh, 
So like, honestly, that is something that I've, well, it was a little difficult to, and it's, it's kind of lightening up a bit um, to get into the high schools um, during like, cause you know, just the fallout of COVID um, as well as just like security concerns. Um, but there's been instances where I've been able to go into the high school um, and talk to students. Um, and uh, there was one time where I was able to reach out and have people uh, that were interested in working on campaigns kind of just mm -hmm. give me their information so I could get back to them. Um, so that's something that I lightly, minorly do it. Um, but like with having more time um, on my hands, which I don't really have control of, um, <laughs> I'd love to do that um, because I, I think, okay, so in being elected at 19, I was like the youngest person in, in yeah. town history to be elected to the legislative council. Like it would be my dream to get someone even younger than me because that means that there was actual like that's like I think that is a better legacy for me to sleep on um, mm -hmm. when I was the youngest person giving that knowledge um, and wisdom that I have and passing it on to someone because that's honestly what was like I feel like that's part of why I was here. There were folks that mm -hmm. I met along my journey and along my way um, that didn't necessarily look at the fact that I was so young but just saw that appetite um, and ambition to be involved. Uh, so they served as really great mentors and many of them still are. Uh, and, and I think that's what in a modern sense, politics should be really all about mm -hmm. where there are tons of folks that are super old um, with all due respect to them. They've, you know, worked hard and put their whole entire life into this work. Um, but I don't think there's been such a good effort at building new leadership Mm -hmm. um and putting people on in a manner that really refreshes and revives like our democracy that sounds really corny um but like i think with a youth perspective like i just think that you, you when you have more youth involved there's just a wider array and variety of ideas that are really brought to the table um and brought to mm -hmm. the forefront um and you have the ability to you know, uh, address so many, especially in this day and age where just young kids, especially, oh my God, you, you talk to high schoolers now, they're just 10 times more ahead of the curve than I was in terms mm -hmm. of just understanding certain things about the world. Um, and, and that's something that's missing from our political conversations because um, we don't really invite them into that much. Yeah, no, it, it, it's super interesting now. Now we're we're getting into into the wonderful legal aspects here, right? Um, so I I don't think you can run until you're 18, right? Yep. Which makes sense because at the age of 18 you can sign legal documents, yada 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 yada. Yeah. Um, so that kind of makes sense. But that like your you think your your legacy is to find someone younger than you and 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 to make that go. Oh, you give yourself a small window. You only got a year to play with. Like it's it's not like you 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 came in at like twenty three and like okay I can put a twenty year old on and it'll be fine you gotta like snatch and quit wow man that's again high goal high high five on that Absolutely. that's a lofty lofty goal man I, I, and I appreciate it um yeah it, it's very interesting that that we do not you know invite the youth more into that conversation especially when we have seen the trends for it for for a long time you know I remember. You know, in like uh, when 
you know, President Clinton, you know, got onto MTV or, you know, he played Arsenio Hall, he played the saxophone and he appealed to the younger demographic and he, it started to galvanize. And every time you see the youth out there um, and voting and the, the voting numbers are higher, you start to see the trend of where they see the future should be. Um, and if you look at it platform for platform note, it's kind of like where it should be, um, you know, and also they're the ones that are going to end up with it. So maybe we give them a say before, you know, they're 35, you know, I'm maybe just like, even at that, it's just like, I can't, it's been difficult for me to rationalize it where like I'm 21. I've been more or less in just the political scene of things and active since like I was 14 or 15. Just the idea of sticking around and holding on to power until I'm 60 sounds just insane. Like, <laughs> like that's like, if you were, if you've been around that long and have just struggled to find someone that is an ideal successor or folks that are, you like, you haven't activated anybody. Like, it just is really tough because you could do all the great things in the world, but to pass it on to a, to the next generation is the most like honorable thing that you can do um that kind of cements your legacy in my opinion so what you're saying is this is the way yeah i think like building leadership um and and really not being afraid to put people on and share your power um where i think a lot of folks oftentimes are afraid of sharing their power which like i don't really see anything bad in that but that's just me i guess see i knew it all of our politics is based off of Mandalorian. I knew it. Now I'm just going to go to John Favreau <laughs> and find out the end of this season, and I'll know what's going to happen. Because, you know, I got you to say this is the way. So it works out well. <laughs> <laughs> it's very great to have that at a young age, though, that mindset. Not too many people in his generation do, um, especially back then, because I'm a millennial, and not too many people were in politics back then. It was just all about just... Um, selfish endeavors when we were 21 so it's great just to see an evolved youth like yourself just going into uh perspective but you did talk about a four-year plan um uh, do you see yourself in politics in four years or within that realm or in like an evolved state or you see yourself like doing other stuff like in business or any other endeavors so i think that I'm I it's it's really weird because I get this question a lot yeah I'm just playing it like year by like term by term year by year I think okay. that I've managed campaigns I've like just served at like I've just been at every not every but like several like mm -hmm. levels of politics um whether it be local or just like regionally around like my just area um, which I think that's afforded me the ability where I could jump into different areas of political work. Like I don't necessarily feel wedded to being an elected mm -hmm. official forever because mm -hmm. uh, I know that there are other meaningful ways to make change in my community and just, you know, sure. around just where I inhabit. Uh, and my motto has always just been so far as I am like making enough to put a roof over my head. Um, and I go to sleep knowing that I did something good. Um, and I helped folks. That is like, that's the perfect life for me. Um, and I will be the most happiest man on earth. Nothing awesome. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, 
to those who are unaware and don't know what what is the jam slate and who was in it so the jam slate was actually really fun um uh so it was pretty much like so me justin farmer um uh, one of my colleagues on council um and miriam khan who's on the board of it um all met through each all met each other through just like justin was running for council um when me and miriam volunteered on some of the campaigns that were happening around that time um just mm-hmm. built a really close affinity with one another um and me and miriam both decided that we were going to run for office her for uh board of ed me for council uh and justin kind of being like yeah it's he's a colleague but it's really like he's a big brother of sorts honestly um just building that close-knit like collective uh where we were all pretty like-minded um and decided to just impart a just youthful energetic um vision of what you know local politics could really be um and the name jam you know stands for justin abdul miriam um was actually miriam's idea (laughs) yep i'm like it was the funniest thing you had folks that would like come up and they'd be like jam where'd you get jam from it's like nope we're literally on a zoom um thinking about a catchy name and miriam just shouts out jam and we're like what do you mean uh and she's like no jam justin abdul miriam and it's like boom there it is like really great branding though uh, it's awesome. phenomenal, phenomenal branding. Actually, <laughs> I, I was hoping it had something to do with uh, the jam that happens uh, every every so often, where all the phenomenal uh, R and B and gospel musicians get together at a certain uh, venue and location, um, and they just they just play for hours. Amazing. <laughs> just saying, it's good co branding. I'm saying, you know, you talk to them. Everyone hang through. There's some there's some powerful people in that room. Uh, that like, sounds I've like been, a potent collab. Like it's it's it is definitely a potent collab. It, now and I, also I we talk about your four year plan and everything like that. You know I'm a big fan of get, getting scoops on this show. So what I'm we're, we're trying to really ask you here is in 14 years are you running for president? I'm just being real. No, I before actually, you answer <laughs> that on WNHHLP 103.5 <laughs> FM New Haven, myself Prestige and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City May E Z Blues is in the building. Will Abdul be the next president of the United States? Let us know. No, uh, I've had that conversation. <laughs> <He's> like hell, <laughs> I've had that conversation so many times. Um, I think last time that happened, like my grandma was asking me. Uh, where it's just like nope like i do not have any aspirations ever 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 to be president of the united states right um i don't even think i'd have aspirations um to at this point ever just serve on any federal level um mm-hmm. i am happy with being in my little home my little state my little community um and impacting and parting change uh, that way because um, that just feels most you know organic to me um then also like when I'm in my 30s, I'd ideally like to, you know, be settled down uh, with just like a family of my own and like mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff just makes that more difficult if, yeah, I'm just like really DC based. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, Abdul, what does local Favorite politics thing. mean to you? And how do you inspire other young um, individuals like yourself to get more active into it. They don't necessarily have to have a position like you, but there's a lot of ways you can contribute to your community within local politics. 
you know, I think what local politics really means to me mm -hmm. um, is having the ability to empower um, others. Because I think people look at like the national scene um, and right. feel so powerless. Uh, just like looking at all these things that they oftentimes really don't have power over. Um, they have a voice, but not really any real meaningful power. Um, and when you really get down to the local level, there is that tangible power um, that, like you said, doesn't even have to be exercised mm -hmm. um, in being an elected official. Um, so I think that like local politics should definitely be something that is just inspiring and gives hope to like just people, whether really young or old, mm -hmm. um, that so far as you have a voice, um, heck, even, even, even if you don't have a voice um, for, for folks that don't have that ability, um, you know, you have the ability to really impact uh, your community and make really meaningful change that, you know, not only makes you feel good, but really has the ability to change, you know, people's lives um, for the better. So true. Definitely true. Easy. Can you agree? Oh, no, I, I, it, it's definitely the, the right way to, to go about things. And, and, you know, I, you know, I love the fact that it, you want to stay in the, the, the local aspect of it. You know, um, so many people, when things don't go their way on the federal level and, and no matter what side of the aisle they sit on there, you'll have a point in time where things aren't going to go your way. Um, for some people, it's a lot more dangerous and deadly than others, but that, you know, I, I digress so that we don't get a whole bunch of hate mail and all hate mail, please address <laughs> the press them. Um, cause I don't care. Like, it's just, just, I, Oh, they don't like me. Cool. I don't like me sometimes either. Um, this is the way it goes. But, you know, at, you know as you continue to move forward, uh, um, you know, and, and you look for, for that unification, everyone, you know, looks at the, the federal level and, and you know, oh, th this person is going to change all of that when it's really that local level in which things need to change and in which they, they, it's that change that can move forward. And you would hope very similar to like, a business or very similar to like a music, uh, you know, entertainment aspect of it. You build in the community you grow up in and, and it's a ripple effect. You hope to drop that pebble in there and you hope the ripples go out to far enough in which you're getting the change you need, whether it be in your personal life, in your career or in the government, you know, aspect on how things should move forward. All you can really focus on is what is the you, the individual. Are you going out there and playing your best game? Are you going out there and being your best self? You know, and like you say, every night, you know, you go to sleep and say, did I, you know, go, you know, push for a positive change today? Um, I give myself a pass fail every, every night as well. You know, did, <laughs> did I make, did I make life a little bit better? See, I'm, I'm, I'm rough on myself. I, I pass fail. There is uh, no in between. There's no, no, no gray you area for me. In between, man. You gotta have, <sighs> oh, okay. Like. I'm working on it. I'm working. I fail a lot. I told you I fail. I'm not, you know, I'm not a good oh, no. person. I just, you know, it's rough. I'm like, I'm a big <laughs> baseball fan. Like, I like baseball is a game of failure. You're hitting, <laughs> you get hit, getting to hit 30% of the time. You're beautiful. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> that's, that's a much better way to look at it. And baseball, I fall asleep while watching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. like, why did you drop the bat? You'll never get out. If you run the bases <laughs> with the bat, you'll win. That's me. That's my flaws. And I see myself <laughs> there. Um, but this isn't about me. This is about you, man. Um, <laughs> as you are moving forward and as you are 
during that 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 evolution um where do you see yourself like what what is a councilman's major in college we haven't even gotten there like is it something like cool like art history oh please tell no me sadly not um i wish i was an art history major um i probably know like a lot more latin and roman uh <laughs> but uh, no i'm a political science major um and yeah it's been an interesting experience uh mm. yeah kind of working backwards because i'm already yeah <laughs> yeah you're like i bought the car and then i got driving lessons um that's kind of yeah. you know i just i i went for the license after i'd already bought the car um and i've been driving it ever since i bought it but you know it is what it is <laughs> but it's very interesting because you now have that that ability to see you know the texts on like how people did move forward and, and and the different things like that and the proper strategies and what you've actually done and what you actually see is successful um yeah. is there a direct correlation or is that just kind of like the blueprint they give everybody else and that's not how the game's actually played so i think it's the blueprint that works in certain cases but it's just like the world is so big there's just so many pockets and just everywhere, just different cultures of whatever, where like the world is just so nuanced that it's difficult for a textbook to like cover that. Um, and that is something I've had to grow, grow okay with. Cause I remember I was one of those kids um, in my first um, two years of college where I was like, no, nah, this textbook's dumb and stupid. They didn't talk about this, that, and that. Or I'm like, cool, like, this is, like, only 500 pages. Like, there's only so much that you could really cover about the world in 500 mm -hmm. pages. Um, so I think so far as, like, people in the field admit that, um, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, there, not, not, not any problem with that at all. Uh, but, yeah. No, it, and, and there is there is a lot of, of truth to holding on to that to the the blueprints and seeing again at least if not how the game is played how the board is set up you know yeah. you know seeing those different type of aspects because that's one and, and that's why i always go back to games because it's all strategies and, oh. and different things like that and chess is is something that that's phenomenal and i've i have played chess with some of the some incredible chess players that know every single aspect of it <laughs> um and i have seen those incredible chess players play a child that has no idea about the rules, only knows how the pieces can move, has no strategy in mind. And though it frustrates the heck out of that really good chess player because they have no idea how to build a strategy off of chaos. Sounds um, like me. You know, <laughs> it's, that's what I'm saying. And, I was and like, like, I don't know how to play chess, but I know how to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, but there, there's a lot to that because that's where you can really get in there and shake things up, you know, because you aren't, you aren't burdened with what they told you you can't be. That makes sense? Mm. Yeah, no, I think even like applying to that to just mm -hmm. like, I, I don't want to ever lose. Well, of course I'm going to get older, um, but I don't mm -hmm. want to lose the youthful exuberance and just curiosity um and the uh, just passion and drive to go beyond what is already known or has been tested mm -hmm. or done before um because right. then at that point like i don't know it just like doesn't feel fun anymore um if you're just trying to meet the bare minimum status quo standard 
Yeah, that's yeah, it's dead on. I, you know, it, it's we we get so caught up in status quo is the only way. I can't rock the boat. You know, everything just you know everything's okay for now. We just need to make sure that everything's going to be okay for now. Um, mm -hmm. When it's really about rocking the boat and you know making it okay forever, or you know, or ma making it maintainable forever. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that, that's really the, the key aspect. And, you know, everyone is so scared of losing what they have already really lost. They just haven't, haven't really come to terms with it yet. You know, it has, it hasn't hit home for them yet. You know, they don't necessarily have the skin in the game, but I'd always, like, I always go back to that, that one Holocaust home, you know, and, and when, and when they came for me, no one said anything because there was no one left. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and we need to start being there for everyone else because if not, it's going to be very boring and it's not going to go very well for everybody. I've seen this movie. It, it's, it's bad. Um, oh yeah. Lord. One thing that's not boring <laughs> is this interview. And uh, I process with us and dealing with my insane self and especially Evie's insane self. But, um, um I'm just like, if you don't have a sprinkle of insanity on you, uh, you're probably more insane than the rest of us. Uh, I'm stealing that quote, by the way. <laughs> I really Going on it. a shirt. But we have only just a couple minutes left, and we have, I'd like to give it to our guests um, for every program. Um, these last couple minutes, um, please give some any perspective advice to anyone who wants to be in a similar path as yours. Um, anything that you will be involved with in the, in the foreseeable future. And please give any type of social media for anybody who wants to get in contact with you. So this time is yours, Abdul. All right. Um, I could only remember my Instagram off the top of my head. Right. Um, that is AOsmanuCT. Um, if you're able to find me on there, you'll probably be able to find me um, everywhere else. Because I, I think, oh, yeah, yeah. My Twitter handle is A-B-D-U-L Abdul um, Y-O-13. Um, um, and I think one of the messages that I'd really want to impart on people um, that want to get involved in, I don't know, I guess be like me is you don't have to. Um, mm. Probably shouldn't. Because uh, mm -hmm. um, there's just so many ways to like actually get to where I am right now, where if you're just having fun with how you're involved, um, and going about this work, you're just going to nine times out of 10, find yourself in a spot uh, where you're doing good work, you're enjoying it, um, and you're seeing the fruit of your work. Uh, so it, like, you don't have to run for office when you're 18 or 19. You don't have to have spent your whole entire teenage years doing political stuff. Like you'll find your way to this work um, in the way that best comforts you, um, in the way that best inspires you. Um, and if it's not inspiring you, uh, don't be afraid to switch up how you're doing things. I'm mm -hmm. definitely the kind of person um, that has always struggled with um, doing things that I'm not inspired by. Um, so I'd never ask anyone to do anything that they're not inspired by. Um, and yeah, just keep that youthful energy and exuberance that you, that, that, that brought you into things um, where like I try to, like I, I kind of said it a lot, I try to really be myself um, where it's like, cool days, I'll show up to my council meeting, suit and tie. Other days, mm -hmm. I'll 
dress down a little bit um, or like wear some like nice fun cultural attire. Something I haven't necessarily seen on the council level, but that mm-hmm. is a part of me. That is a part of who I am. Um, I do not want mm-hmm. what I, I don't know what I'd become in the future to change who I am. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I think that's really like more of the, just some of the most important things for anybody that's really looking to get involved. Um, what I'm up to, uh, graduating. Yes. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> I'm graduating this spring. That's uh, awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Um, election season coming up by election rules. I cannot say stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's certain things I cannot say. Um, mm-hmm currently working on a campaign uh serving on campaign as a field director in new haven uh, for liam brennan mm-hmm. who's running for mayor um so that is exciting to kind of be working on the other side of the border as i once did live in new haven um and mm-hmm. i believe making our regions um stronger uh, rather than our individual towns is something that's really important to me um and yeah like if you do just have me on any of those social media platforms feel free to reach out i'm increasingly becoming an open book as i get older uh, <laughs> well yeah but, yeah nice well abdul thanks for being part of the program really do appreciate you um hope to have you on again sometime and we'd yeah, no. love to see your growth man at this young of age so we appreciate yeah. you thank you so much yeah no thank you for having me on it's been one of the more fun interviews i've ever done (laughs) (laughs) that's what we shoot for that's what we shoot for it's accomplished thank you so much it's a ride it's a ride it's a journey (laughs) a ride that was not going to end anytime soon on wnhh lp 103.5 fm new haven myself prestige and my partner in crime long island rays elm city made ez blues thank you abdul yep Let this last I don't know.